Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? That was, a, that was a nice one, okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh, Richard. <laughs> it was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. <laughs> Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. He needs some milk. Get my name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! Hear the music. I'm out here! Uh-oh, Richard! <laughs> This is Chef, and as always, when listening to our podcast, uh, be sure to rate our podcast, share our podcast with your friends, give us some money on Anchor. Um, thanks for listening. This is episode 162. Gentlemen. Wood with the white voice, what up? <laughs> 5,000 North Side Florida. Boy, J. Joe, I bet you won't hit a motherfucker. Hmm. Well, oh, that, was, that was perfect. All right. So before we, I'm going to how everybody's doing and what and how, and how everybody week because that's what's next. I wanted to give a shout out to um, one of our listeners, Fearless. He wrote a comment on February 21st, and I missed it somehow. You said Fearless or Phyllis? Fearless with a PH. He is an alpha apparently. Uh, I, I know he is. It's, my dog, but oh. he did write a he did write a review um, on Apple Podcasts, gave us five stars, and said, "So I started following the WADR IG and Facebook before I started listening, and boy, did I miss out on some laughs. I listened to my first episode back in October and haven't missed one since. I know Chef personally, but the rest of the cast, I feel like they're my boys, and I've never met them. Keep doing what you do." What you produce is therapeutic. Every single episode is is no shit. Um, laugh out loud, funny. Much respect with three exclamation points. Very kind note. My man counting exclamation points. Hey man, you definitely my boy. Fearless. Shout Thanks, out to Fearless. The alphas Appreciate out there. it. Not to be confused with Phyllis. <laughs> I mean, cause you know Phyllis too. Phyllis cool too. Phyllis is an old name, oh, yeah. right? Hmm? Phyllis is is Phyllis in the old name category? It is, yes. but Phyllis, this Phyllis is young. Okay, I, I, mean, yeah, I mean, I know like, there are young Phyllises, but I'm saying like Phyllis is. No, yeah. Phyllis is definitely an old name. Phyllis goes along with Earl. Ooh, uh, Phyllis is in the Earl tier. <laughs> Phyllis is Earl tier. 
So all right, so Ernestine, what tier is like Ernestine? Yeah. How many young Ernestines do you know? Oh, hold on, hold on, real quick. Oh, I know we're on the podcast. Hey, what's up, man? You on the podcast? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you, man. Hey, don't you have a funny somebody getting slapped story or choked in a crystals? <laughs> Jesus Christ! It ain't my story. I do got a choke story. Silly <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> All right, man. I- uh, Man. I might call you hey. back to talk about it, depending on how much time we got left. All right, man. All right. Yeah. You got to have a good choke story in your back pocket. <laughs> Do you know any young Ernestines? I went to school with one. Yeah. You know. I, I know yeah. one. I know one Ernestine. And I think right. that's why I asked the question, because I think... How old, how old is Ernestine you know? She's my age. She's 40. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. The one that I know is probably turning 40 this year. She went to school with me. Yeah. That's, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know no 22 year old Ernestines. So. She used to go by Tina. You you, you got to flip it. You you can't just be on the Y'all yeah, know any Frederica's? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, yeah. I know. I know. I, I got a couple of Frederica's. Frederica's. Does she still go by Frederica to this? Does she still go by Frederica? Like, did she go by Frederica or did she switch it up at one point? The Frederica's I know went by that. That was yeah. Frederica's not considered an old name in Florida, at least. I think Frederica's almost kind of common. I might say Frederica is like a new name, like uh, like in the area of like Darius and Demetrius, like them. Uh, it's like eighties. It's eighties. Yeah, eighties babies names. Like Keisha, like Keisha, because you know Keisha's got canceled. Ain't no more Keisha's. Y'all, motherfuckers, what you the baby Keisha? I mean, motherfuckers wore the elastic out of Keisha. Like, there was so many ain't shit Keishas that he had to retire that bitch like Jordan. Like, put that shit in the rafters, nigga. That makes sense because I don't know. I don't know a lot of solid. Shout out to Keisha. I don't know a lot of solid Keishas. No, I know a lot of solid Keishas, but some Keishas, if they if they don't go by like their real like government like their suffix, even though it's not a suffix, like. Lakeisha or Nakeisha or Takeisha, you know what I'm saying? They just go by Keisha's are usually solid, but I, I know some, a lot of cool yeah, Keisha's. I know some Shout cool. out to y'all. But Aquisha, Aquisha can't be fucked with. Oh, no, I with know. A, with I, a Q? With a Q, No, the, yeah. the Quisha's are not good. <laughs> hey, boy, this Quisha's. is definitely a slow news week. <laughs> uh, I think you can't. I think anybody with a Q in their name could fight, but that's just me. <laughs> Shout out to my <laughs> um yeah so um how everybody doing what's going on with y'all niggas fuck I was hoping he was going <laughs> he thought it was sweet. what's going on I thought he was about to go right to the fucking topics <clears throat> right I, I didn't I didn't know he's burying the lead right Damn. I'll start off since niggas got to think um <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a beautiful weekend in New Orleans man so uh, I think it was like 10 festivals um <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? Man? Only New Orleans, like we got like ten festivals going <laughs> no, on at one you're fucking right, time. That's what I'm saying. So like, I so Saturday I ended up going to a Ferret Street Festival, which is like a, a street in New Orleans where they had food and wares and music. You know, just your regular type New Orleans you would think type shit. Brought some festival chairs. You know, had an edible. What drink is a festival? Around What's a festival? And watch. And watched uh, Kermit Ruffin sing. Uh, Sunday, I went to Gumbo Festival that was in Armstrong Park. 
uh, had a homie come in town, drank brown liquor, uh, ended up taking him out for fucking oysters and shit. It was a good time. And then yesterday I went to a Jack Daniels event where I uh, drank free Jack Daniels, man. So it's been pretty sweet for me. Let's say about y'all. It's kind of fucked up. Like if people fly into New Orleans and they kick it with you and they don't get that red carpet. Like you just done told this whole fucking story. But like in a couple of weeks, another nigga's going to fly into New Orleans and like y'all ain't do shit. But like go to the mall and hit the footlocker. And that was <laughs> like nigga take that shit personally. I ain't gonna tell nigga he had to work late. So right. I can't even do that, but hey, it's a couple of spots I can um, send you some links. Hey, the recommendation? The recommendation that I'm not gonna be at? <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's not your buddy. Yeah. Meaning the nigga don't fuck with you at all. He don't fuck with hey, you at all. I like, I like for people to have experiences, man. I like people to have fun, man. So when they come in town, you know what I'm saying? I don't think a nigga's come in town and I haven't at least went to go grab a drink with him. So no. shout out to me. Niggas start throwing that second person around real tough. Oh, man. It's whatever you got a taste for. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you're into, that second person start coming out. Don't worry about it. You're on your own, buddy. Right now. I got a list. (laughs) Nigga, I got a list of spots. (laughs) I don't don't do niggas like that, man. What about you? uh, My bad. No, 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 no. He's real soft spoken today. What about you, Wood? How was your your week? It was cold. It was cold in in the DC metropolitan area. So I ain't do shit. I really didn't do nothing. Don't plan on doing nothing until the warm back up again. We didn't put the the winter clothes and the fall clothes away, man. So we chilling. Um, about to go out of town here in a little bit. We're probably not gonna podcast that week, fellas. I don't know if I told y'all that. Um. Couple weeks. Nah, this is first, first, first time I've heard this. Yeah, April, April tenth through whatever, April sixteenth or whatever it is, I'm gonna be April, out. April tenth through July thirtieth. Right, it's like, <laughs> July thirtieth. Like, nigga, that's long as fuck. <laughs> right, right. Nigga, where you going? Through? Yeah. Uh, three months, I'm about to be gone to <laughs> yeah. Panama. I'm gonna be on sabbatical. You know, not just uh, a week. So that week of the tenth, I will not be podcasting. Where are y'all going? Cancun. Oh, that's nice. Family trip or just family trip? Love family trip. Lovers, lovers getaway. Lovers rendezvous. Nah, not yeah, with the kids. My kids don't fuck with no rendezvous. Hey, boy. Hey, I, all y'all out there that ain't had your kids yet. Look, man. If you a dude, don't have a son, man. These are the biggest cop blockers that'll ever be a part of your life. Just want you to know that. I want you to feel that in your soul. You think you was a little cock blocker? I had to be. If I mean, if this is the trend, like if this, like what if what I experience now is the reality, then yeah, I, I was a little cop blocker too. Cause this little nigga here, like he can feel it. Like he can feel like when I'm like about to get <laughs> in my bag. Sexual energy. Oh, nigga. He like when, <laughs> that when nigga I'm, knows tension. Yeah. When, <laughs> when I when I'm about to get in my bag and I saw that running into place, he's like, "Nose up." That nigga is really silent, boy. When my when it started to get cracking, my daughter go to sleep like like because she sleeps in our room because she's an infant. But I think she like when she feels starting to feel randy in the in the air, she just passes the fuck out. I'm like that's why I, that's why I fuck with you. That's good. Don't have don't have a son then because sons they they know what time it is and they're gonna they're they're gonna put all their energy in ensuring that it doesn't go down. 
What do you do? Like kicking the balls, or you just cries and shit? Like what happens? Oh man, it could be it could be a coughing fit. It could be a fucking random ass nosebleed. It could be just getting up and walking and fucking around, being in the room. Like, no, this nigga will catch fucking typhus or some shit, like, to stop the fucking shit. Like, it doesn't matter. What, it, by any means necessary. Like, I got gout. By any means necessary. You pussy, nigga. Well, I'm so straight out catching this stuff from Oregon Trail. Right. right. I got the Oregon Trail. <laughs> Going that, that bit with Scarlet Fever, nigga? Jesus Christ. Scurvy. <laughs> straight out scurvy. Yeah, man. Oh, man. That's what's up, family. I hope y'all enjoy y'all's trip. I hope you tuck the children away as well because, yeah, that's the point of being in Mexico. Uh, what's going on with you 5,000 uh, nothing man starting to warm up so getting out and about um, shout out to KG <laughs> shaking a <the> little ass <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. hot boy summer nah, man. shout out city shout boys out up KG. KG opened up the pool just went sat around the pool chilled out um Actually, I was having a conversation with my cousin, man. If you've been to Jacksonville, they tore down the landing. And um, this would be like a perfect time. Like I wanted to go eat wings on the river a couple of few times, but small problem. They tore it down with no backup plan in sight. Um, so, yeah, but weather's starting to get nicer. So just um, been trying to just enjoy the weather, really, man. Hang out, do work. Work is always work, so just trying to keep and maintain a balance, pretty much. What about you, Chef? Chilling, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for asking. Trying to keep this shit going, because you'll sit there and fucking wait for your fucking yeah. cue. I, I was. I was. You're right. Thank you. What's my motivation? <laughs> right. Line. But, uh, everything's straight. Really didn't do shit. Just getting beat up at work. My brother-in-laws came in town because a, fam- a family friend um, of my wife's family died, so they went to the funeral um, in Polk County. So they was kicking with us all weekend, which was cool because my brother-in-laws are really helpful. Like one of them is a mechanic, and the other is like an artist by trade. So made sure all our cars was run- looking straight as far as how they was running. They planted a lemon tree in the backyard. We got lemon tree now in that motherfucker. And then um, help with my daughter's uh, school project. So was, that shit was awesome. So shout out to them. But other than that, did you, w- did you want a lemon tree? Yeah. So yeah, what the or fuck? Did you show up? Said they start pledging. No, no. No, we want. We, my wife wanted um, some fruit trees, <laughs> but we want. We want a lemon tree and like a mango tree. Yeah. I, I, but that isn't all right. So I get it, right? I get a mango tree because you can actively eat a mango if you want a mango. But a lemon tree is kind of stupid because you don't like go peel a lemon and have that for a snack. Unless you're making cocktails, what? You can use it for cocktails. Or lemonade. You can use it for lim- delicious lemonade. And we drink a lot of gin Good. in our household. It lemonade and gin go together. Shout out to 5,000. Yeah, I, I cook with a lot of lemon. I cook lemon um, with my chicken and my fish. You cook, you cook chicken and fish with lemon. You don't cook. Yeah, you know what I mean. Nah, I'm just trying to cl- cl- clarify, brother. Yeah, I use the lemon as a garnish. I like, I like a little cheese. Said I like a little chicken with my yeah. lemon. Like, okay. Everybody, um, everybody, uh, <laughs> why my fish tastes like pussy? <laughs> <laughs> everybody, uh, 
Get you some fresh squeezed lemonade and some gin. Hendrix, but whatever gin you prefer. That is a nice refreshing um summer drink. So hit me offline about Super Juice, uh, Chef. And it will help you with your lemon situation. That way you don't have to make lemonade and squeeze fucking 10, 15 lemons, man. You don't want to just say it on the podcast? Is it like a machine or is it like a No, 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 man. It's it's, it's a private thing. Bar, bartender, bartender mixology, like just a way to stretch, uh, stretch your citrus fruits. So instead of using 10, 15 limes, you can use two. So Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah okay, I got cool. you. Do they have citrus vegetables? I'm sorry, what? Nothing. What'd you say? Do they have <laughs> citrus vegetables? <laughs> you said to stretch your citrus fruits. I didn't know, like, what other. <laughs> Citrus meats. Oh, yes. Well, I mean, yeah, it, it's it cit- is a citrus fruit, though. But I mean, is citrus a noun? I think citrus is a is an adjective. Right. So I needed a noun. It can be both. Brothers is all you have, you have English majors and professors. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I didn't see the one to get me back later on. It doesn't matter. Just, <laughs> just wait till the first stutter happens. Go ahead. <laughs> well, speaking of sour shit, um, this is why we're here, guys. I know we got plenty of responses in the With All Due Respect group on Facebook. Shout out to y'all. Hate y'all. Um, also got like requests randomly in uh, in on uh, Instagram. I'm sure everybody got random messages like, when y'all going to talk about what happened at the Oscars? So I'm flattered that of all the bullshit that people hear on the internet, like there are like 500 different takes on the internet. I'm somewhat flattered that people want to hear the specific with all due respect take. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was surprised too. I mean, I mean, it, I'm flattered as well, but I was also surprised because these are the moments that people. <laughs> This is this is shit niggas suit up for. Niggas love fuck shit, and they love to talk about it. So I was surprised they they were even looking for us to have an opinion on this. Where when everyone, their grandmama and their niece, um, have an opinion on this shit. I saw Adam Grant had an opinion on this shit. I'm like Adam Grant, you're supposed to be above this, right? But at any rate, um, so the Oscars were this past Sunday. I didn't watch it because it's the fucking Oscars, but. Uh, apparently, so the way I saw it, uh, I was, <laughs> I was watching Winning Time on HBO, and then I got on Facebook to shoot, just fucking around, and nigga was like, Will Smith? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm like, but then I started seeing that shit more on Facebook, so I was like, you know what? Something happened in the Oscars, so I went to Twitter. And Twitter was showing everything. I like, like how you're trying to like build the excitement as if we don't know what the fuck happened. I like it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what we gotta do. You'll man. never like, guess what happened when I turn. You never to guess the what happened, man. So, I, so I, I go into it. I'm like, what the fuck? So the next thing I know, I see a video of Will Smith um, slapping the shit out of Chris Rock. I didn't have any additional context outside of that. Dig in. We find out basically what happened is Will Smith. Uh, got upset because Chris Rock made a joke about uh, his wife Jada Pinkett Smith's 
here uh, saying G.I. Jane 2 is coming out. Can't wait or whatever. Something, something like that. At this point, Will kind of laughed it off quickly, but then we looked to see his wife's face on that show. No, I don't think he laughed it off. I think he genuinely laughed and thought it was funny. That wasn't a laugh it off. He looked like he laughed at the joke. I couldn't tell. I can't tell with this nigga, honestly. Um, I'm going to get into that, but he did laugh. You're right. I mean, I thought it was, I mean, it feels like a laugh off at this point because the nigga next uh, proceeds to get up, walk on the stage, slap fire out that nigga, walks back like he Billy Badass. Like, he thought he was walking back. That shit was crazy. Nigga walked back like Billy Badass, sat down and said, keep my name out. out um, That's not my wife. Saying. Keep your fucking... <laughs> No, keep my wife's boy. name out your fucking mouth. He <laughs> nigga having a stroke. <laughs> Wait, that's not funny. That's right, not we funny can't make jokes about I stroke victims. Yeah, sorry. But. Keep my, okay. What'd he say again? Keep my wife's <laughs> name out your fucking mouth. So he said that shit to that nigga like a couple of times. Um, Chris Rock in the between time said over a G.I. Jane joke? And he That's said not what again. he said either. That is he what he said. said. It, no, he no, he it said do. it was it was a G, it was a GIJ. Not like over G, your voice inflection is not what how you said it. He was just like it was a GIJ joke. Like nigga, what? Like you tripping? Nigga, you tripping and then he said it again. He said, "Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth." He said, "I am." <laughs> Whatever the fuck they said. Okay, shit. So. Then he muttered some shit like like he had some shit on him, and he he muttered some shit. Then like I know some shit about you, motherfucker. Stall you out. Like he had like the stall you out mutter at the end. Who did Chris Rock? Chris Rock. It's okay. kind of interesting. I noticed that shit when I watched it the third time, um, and then I was done with it. So what's y'all's takes on this on this incident? Nah, we got you. Have to prompt oh, us on yeah. this. Like we can't so, just jump so, into this fucking pool without right. some sort of direction. All right, so the first issue was, okay, you have niggas thinking it was staged. Anybody on the podcast think it was staged? No, that makes absolutely no sense. So first off, (laughs) the staging thing was stupid, right? So this is the first time where we have HBCU showrunners. We got persons of color that are showrunners. Will Packer and what's the young lady's name? Shayna? Is it Crowder? We'll go with it. All right. The the other young lady who was also contributing heavily to the to the Oscars, they were show running. And I was like, it makes no... And they were like, oh, well, the Oscars, you know, they've been boring and the numbers have been down. This is a way to kind of build excitement or whatever. And I was just like, it doesn't make sense that Will Packer and Shayna would be like, you know what this Oscars needs? A little bit of violence. Like, let's just input that into the show. Like, that doesn't make any sense to stage that, right? And you think about it, who would look good? You know what I'm saying? Who would come out looking rosy if this shit were to be faked? It's not Will Smith. It's not Chris Rock. So I don't know why either of them motherfuckers would participate in the motherfucking shit. They don't get paid off of the motherfucking royalties of how many people watch the fucking Oscars. The Oscars don't own the fucking network. So it's not like they're going to get a lot of the fucking money either. The only persons who would benefit off of slapping people at the Oscars is the network who's showing the Oscars, and I doubt they have any input to do so. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a horseshit conspiracy theory to think that it's fake. 
The other uh, producer was Shayla Cowan. Shayla Cowan. Thank you. There we go. Thank you. Give her her props. Protect yeah. black women. Yes. Um, Ooh, it's a, that's, so, a, that's a double negative on protect black women. It cancels out. Oh, we get we'll get to that later on. All right, I I knew it was real by the reaction after the slap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it was like a stage, <coughs> like he. He slapped some like gibberish out that nigga's mouth. Like, oh, 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 oh. And then, like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Quill Smith just smacked his shit out of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, his reaction was a genuine reaction. That nigga said, wow. Right. If you've ever seen a Chris Rock movie, you know he's not that good of an actor. So at that point, I knew, like, that shit was real. So that's that's my, like, conspiracy talk. Big. Oh no! I was just gonna say, for me, it was a like you said for a brief second, like wait, what just happened? And then um, once he got back to his seat and started hurling the f bombs, like "Mm, yeah, that was real. But also, what would the motive be? Like we don't really have anything to gain, so it didn't make sense. All right, I think the next talking point. was did Chris Rock go too far? Uh, comedic license takes on because now people are like, that's not what the uh, Oscars are for. You're not supposed to. It's not supposed to be a roasting session, and it's always uh, a roasting session. Be there to celebrate what people. There's always a roasting portion of the Oscars. There's always a roasting element to the to the Oscars. I think the point of that is to kind of make the 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 stars come off of more a little bit more hum, um, human. Like it's an opportunity for everybody to kind of let their hair down and celebrate, but no pun intended. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, um but I but I think I think that's kind of the point. Like everyone's getting roasted. Like they have comedy writers back there writing those type of jokes about people in the audience in real time. They do it every year. So I mean, hell, I don't even think Chris Rock wrote that joke, but um, so I mean, I guess that goes into that. I don't, I don't think the joke went too far. I think in in general, there's been a policing of comedy over the past years since since everyone's got a little bit, bit more PC. So there's always this extra layer of policing over comedians to where they you feel like they can't say anything at all. Like I saw some dumb motherfucker put on um, Instagram. I think comedy needs to no longer be a profession. It, need, it no longer needs to exist. But comedy is an art form. It's 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 the uh, it's the art form that allows people to put a mirror in front of yourself and see uh, see what you look like. Basically, like it exposes a lot of shit. It's humorous, but it's a lot of truth behind it. But that's the, it's that's the mix. So, I mean. I didn't think anything that Chris Rock said was wrong. I mean, I guess that that's based on the, the receiver of the message. But at the end of the day, as a comedian, he needs to be allowed that license to create. Yeah, I. He has to be given the license to create, and you also have to keep things in fucking context, right? Is Chris Rock up here trying to be disrespectful and out of malice to Jada Pink? I don't think so. Right. He's up here. He's telling jokes. 
he's not even the host. He's just introducing or whatever, right? And he just makes the joke. And it's not like he made it. It's not like he's talking backstage behind her back. It's not like he's been talking shit about her for the past three months and you're finally tired of the shit. Yeah, I know there's some shit in 2016. I don't need that shit. But it's not like we have a problem with Chris Rock. He made a joke to Jada. You know what I'm saying? He's looking at her when he says the joke. And of course, she does. She's not very receptive of it, but she's not necessarily supposed to be. It's a roasting sort of joke, right? And then he's done with it. We're about to move on. You know what I'm saying? But we get to the point, and I guess that's a topic of discussion we're going to get to is, is that malicious enough to where you have to go and now put your hands on another grown person? You know what I'm saying? And I don't think... Comedic license aside, I don't even think it was malicious, you know what I'm saying, to a point where you had to defend your wife. But All right. I think it was a lazy joke. I don't know who wrote it, but a G.I. Jane 2 joke in 2022 is not even like a good joke. Like right. that's a, that's a that's a lazy joke. Um I mean, he they opted they opted to stay away from the low-hanging fruit. If somebody uh Checking the email while I'm giving my points. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know who's doing that. Uh, just fuck it with you. I know it's 5,000. He does all types of shit. We playing video games. I'm actually. I'm actually. <laughs> no, no. It, we, we can run the tape back and you can hear the noise in the background. Like, I don't know what this No, it was, it, was, it was me. It was me. I'm sorry. It wasn't 5,000. Buddy hit you with the Zoom. Uh, a, uh, chef, okay. is there a problem? <laughs> Zoom's a, a Zoom okay. slap. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, it's up later. <laughs> Don't do it, me. Motherfucker. Look how long it took Chef to say it was him. No, I, I said it was me pretty quickly. Don't do that. No, okay. You're trying, yeah, you, you're trying you to shift shit, no, but no. that ain't going to work. Go ahead. Um, all right, so we have the joke. The joke is made, right? So... Do y'all think that Will Smith um, was in his right to uh, protect, because that's the buzzword, protect his wife in that manner by storming up on stage, slapping uh, Chris Rock, sitting down and yelling expletives in front of 52 million people? No, because... No, because she wasn't under attack. I mean, in order to defend somebody, they got to be under attack. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't like, he wasn't about to go into his bag and do a 30-minute set on Jada. Like, we know he's about, he, we know he's about to get this fucking joke off. And then we're going to go on with the fucking show. You know what I'm saying? And Jada's a big girl. She's from, like, Baltimore, Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's actually a celebrity. She's not a civilian. It's going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have to fucking rush the stage to go and defend Jada's fucking honor. She's more than capable of cussing Chris Rock the fuck out from her motherfucking seat. Like, I don't know why we needed uh, Will to do that. But it's kind of a... It was kind of weird because it gets into the protect black women discussion. I don't know if we want to talk about that yet, but it's like... Is that where protecting black women is? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, for me, protecting black women is one thing, but it's men are supposed to be defenders of women and protect women, that doesn't make me your fucking goon. Like, a lot of the shit I'm fucking seeing is like protecting black women also kind of, you want me to be a fucking goon and if anybody says anything about you that's left, I'm supposed to put my life and my career and everything on the fucking line to defend your honor, quote unquote, when really it's not defend your honor, it's really just 
you know what I'm saying, like pay these motherfuckers back, you know what I'm saying, for what they said about me. I don't know if that's defending black women, but it appears based off the feedback that what I've gotten, that's what people want protect black women to be. And it's kind of weird because we're protecting black women, but does black women trump black excellence? Because this is a black run Oscar show and we shat all over protect black excellence. Like we shat all over uh, Shayla Crowart. <laughs> we shat all over Will Packer. We shat all over like all the other black artists that Quest Love got a fucking uh, Oscar. We shat you, all over those. Chris people. Rock was giving them that award. That was Chris. <laughs> that was Quest Love's award that Chris Rock was giving. He fucked that whole right, thing up for him. Right. So why did protect black women become a priority over all the other black things that were going on at the time that we just said fuck that shit? But it's okay because we did it in the name of protecting a black woman who didn't really need to be protected. Like that's one of the issues I've been having conflict with throughout the whole situation. <clears throat> um, I guess to me, initially, I didn't, um, I didn't see the harm in it. I was unaware of uh, the medical diagnosis. And when I say I didn't see the harm in it, I mean, from the standpoint of um, it's depicted a lot in movies. I mean, I've been to a handful of comedy shows in my lifetime, not a whole bunch but you know if you sit up front whatever there's a possibility you might get roasted and in those instances um <clears throat> nobody necessarily knows anybody like you don't even necessarily know the comedian you're just a guy that's sitting up front who does something funny gets up and goes to the bathroom doesn't laugh at a joke you got on a stupid outfit whatever so i thought some of that was just kind of inherently built in um not a military secret that I don't follow celebrities. So hell, I thought it might've just been a joke amongst friends. Like I, I didn't think or expect that somebody would go at somebody that they were not cool with in such a public forum like this. So, um, it appeared as, uh, it could have been an overreaction initially, but, um, pain is what the patient says it is. You know, if she was offended to that point, that um, it rose to a level where Will felt the need to intervene. Um, then I say, hey, whatever, that's his, that's his spot to do that. You know, it just, it depends. So he he felt like that was worth it. That's his business. I'm not going to try to say he was right or wrong. He felt like he did the right thing in that situation. But, um, you know, that was his, that was his call to make. But, Personally, if I were him, I wouldn't have handled it like that for one main reason, and that was the fact that apparently his category had not even come up yet. I didn't realize that because there's a scenario that could occur where, you know, you get bum rushed, um, rushed out of the building, whatever, and the people from Deloitte or whoever was handling the auditing might be like, mm, y'all sure y'all still want to hand this out? Whatever, you know, like, you don't really know... Um, where that all could end up but i mean clearly in that split second he wasn't maybe using his best judgment as evidenced by the fact that he apologized you know there's a situation where he could have been like i stand by my actions whatever he didn't do that so he sees some error within his own ways and i think that's fair given but, the situation but you you made a comment you say it was his it was his call to make you know what i'm saying and like i can't accept that I don't accept that it was his call to make because 
this not your shit. Like, we at the Oscars. This is not your shit, and this is not your moment. You feel me? Yeah. Like, it's like this. Like, some well, some of us have kids. Three of us have kids, and it's your daughter's first birthday party or some shit, and two motherfuckers start fighting at her fucking birthday party because somebody said something to his wife. Okay, I get it. You got upset, but my nigga... Like, this is my little girl's birthday party. Like, she'll never get another first birthday party again. She's boohoo crying and you ruined the fucking moment. I don't care if it's right or wrong or how team I'll fucking nigga up Twitter is. You fucked up my daughter's moment. And Will Smith was selfish and that he fucked up a lot of people's moment. That they'll probably, a lot of these people will never get this moment again. There are more Joe the Ragman than there are Robert De Niro's. And these motherfuckers will probably never see the fucking Oscars again. And that nigga stole that shit from them. On some nigga shit. And I, I don't fuck with that shit at all. Not even a little bit. I don't think he deserves any fucking out. Any motherfucking, well, yeah, but, well, what would you... Now, I don't think he deserves any of that fucking love. Because he, like, that nigga's 100% wrong for what the fuck he did. That's yeah, again, I, I thought they... Surely, I I felt like they knew how to get a hold of each other. Whatever. Like again, I don't like the way he handled it. But that's I mean, I was on who I mean, I don't know. For me, it's too many unknowns. They might have already had a side by conversation. People are now implying that there was some history between them, like where he clowned once before, and I guess you know maybe pulled him to the side. Maybe felt like he was trying and whatever. I don't I don't know that. I don't know. <coughs> But, but. My, it's like, I mean, we go back to the good question. Like he, he, what was I about to say? This nigga, I hate when I lose my train of thought. So, yeah. so ultimately, what, okay, I got. It. He wasn't doing this for her. I don't think. Like you know how, like the question was like, you know, is he defender on her? This had nothing to do with Jada. Because, like, we saw him, he laughed previously. This nigga has a history of being kind of considered kind of soft. Like, even when he was, like, started his career rapping. I, I like him as a rapper or whatever, but he never cursed. So he had a stigma along with that. Always had a pretty much a bubblegum <clears throat> brand, pretty much. He wasn't considered hardcore. Um, so, so that's one factor. I know in his book he was talking about how um, he never defended his mother um, when he when they were when he was growing up um, while 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 his father was abusing her. Um, so he always felt bad because he never properly defended her, and he had he, it bothers him to this day. Then all this shit going on with the whole entanglement shit, where niggas was cracking jokes about that shit forever um, because it was funny. We talked we talked about Will <laughs> Will Smith on this podcast. About every time we hear something goofy about their relationship, we be like, damn, we feel bad for this nigga. That's been the consensus over several episodes. The yeah. last thing was when um when Jada was talking about how she missed Tupac or some bullshit like to that effect. So all that shit built up. And they call it some they call that shit back in like in my sixth grade I can class, kick the cat syndrome, where when shit gets to a head all you could do is kick the cat. That's Chris Rock was the cat. And Chris Rock was that motherfucking cat. <laughs> so this had nothing to do. It was performative in nature. It had nothing to do 
with Jada. Had nothing to do with Chris. Had everything to do with all the shit this nigga been dealing with over the over his most of his career, where niggas has kind of been disrespecting him, and he needed to slap the shit out of somebody, and it, somebody happened to be Chris Rock. So speaking of the actual slap, right? Um, first, I thought it was a punch, and I was like, "Oh shit, that nigga Chris Rock ate that shit." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then, like after replays and replays, uh, it's a it's a slap, which is you know more disrespectful than a punch. Um, but I was wondering, like, that nigga saw saw him walking towards him, right? And I was like, this nigga was smiling the whole time and leaned in. Right, right before the smack, and I was like, "What? What type of nigga does that?" And then somebody reminded me today that he has uh, a mental illness. Um, hold on, uh, nigga calling. Oh, which, who's, whose illness is more important? <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris Rock has autism. Is that what we're talking about? No. Well, it's it's a it's a type of uh uh. Autism. He has. Oh, that's what it is. Um, it's yeah, called nonverbal uh, learning disorders. What he have? It's a. It's a type of Asperger's. So you can't read social cues. And I, when somebody brought it up, I was like, Yeah, I knew that about him. So what he saw. So that's so, so. For people that don't know, I've seen. I don't know. Did they have a movie about it, or maybe I just saw some on sixty minutes? Who knows? Um, where like you can't tell if people are literally. You can't tell. If, like you can't read faces at all like all faces are kind of like a blur you don't know if somebody's happy sad mad x y and z you know what i'm saying so when he saw will smith coming at him he probably didn't know what the fuck that was he probably didn't see like the anger and like the tears in his eyes you know what i'm saying uh and that's why, uh well i don't know he cried afterwards but i'm sure he had that like you know nick he looks like he mad cries um before he slapped him you know what i'm saying and that's why when he got slapped, he was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what that was about? I thought me and this nigga was about to go back and forth with jokes, or he's going to grab the mic and say something back to me, uh, say your mama or something. So that was that was one of the things that I found out before the podcast, why the nigga didn't, like, get in the right stance. Um, any, did somebody want to say something? No, but also, <laughs> who does that? Who walks up to a nigga on a, a live show and slaps the shit out of you? I guess that's, yeah. that would be my thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, to me, it's Occam's razor in this, like, the simplest explanation. Like, surely nobody's going to come up here and slap the shit out of me. I just saw you laughing. He just saw him laughing at the joke. So, right. I don't, you know. Well, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I I, I don't think he thought Will was going to come up there and smack But, uh, I was always told, like, don't let a nigga get, like, in a fist length from you, nigga. Like, don't ever let a nigga get close enough where that nigga just sock you your shit. Especially, you know, whatever. Anyway, so, have y'all heard Shannon Sharp's take on the situation? The the, nope. the post-slap. I did. Uh, and I don't like, and, and I always agree with Shannon. Uh, so, say what Shannon said and why you don't. Shannon's take was basically... I don't give a fuck about the Oscars. Now he now, now he did say that Will was wrong, right? But he stopped at that point and basically said, it don't matter. Once Will Smith smacks me, we're fighting on that motherfucking stage. <laughs> he's like, I'm a he's like, I'ma fuck Will Smith up on site every time I see him. He's like, I'm gonna fuck him up on stage, 
when I see him at the Vanity Fair party, I'm going to fuck him up. Anytime I see him, he's like, it's on site. And I understand. And I, and I get that. But even still, it's still, it only perpetuates the problem. That's the only part I disagree with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga shit is nigga shit. And I'm okay with nigga shit as long as we keep it amongst the niggas. But I don't like to do nigga shit when the world is watching. And I don't mean the world is in white people. I mean the world is in everybody who is not black people. I made this comment. The first comment I had was not about this specifically. It was about black men in general. You know what I'm saying? And right now, it looks like black men cannot keep their shit together. You got Antonio Brown. You got Kanye West. You got Deshaun Watson. You got this motherfucker running up on stage and smacking the shit out of people. Like, right now, black men look like we cannot keep our shit together. You know what I'm saying? And it's just a bad look. And it's okay. All right. Nigga shit trumps all rules on the planet. The laws of physics don't even, they pale in comparison to nigga rules, right? And if somebody says something about your wife, you got to go defend their fucking honor and kill everybody in the fucking stadium. Okay, whatever. That's the fucking rule. But 90 whatever percent of the planet does not play by those, well, I don't, it's not 90 something. I don't know how many black people there are on the planet. No, how many niggas are there on the planet compared to everybody else? Not Africans. They don't count. Uh-huh. I mean, it's we 13% of the U.S. population. Oh, okay. So we probably like something like, what, 5% of the fucking world? We'll say 5%. The other 95% look at this shit and they're like, what the fuck just happened and why did he do that? Like, I mean, just looking at the faces in the crowd, like, why did he just do that? Oh, okay. He was upset. But why did he smack Chris Rock at the Oscars? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I mean, we talked about it already. Like, the way that he went up there and smacked the shit out of him. And then walked back. He walked back with a swagger about him and then sat down and said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Most white people don't even understand what keeping somebody's name in or out of your mouth means. <laughs> right? Yeah. That wasn't for them. That wasn't for the people that were watching the Oscars. Like like J. Joe already said, that was for niggas. You know what I'm saying? That's for niggas that's watching, you know what I'm saying? Like black people across the motherfucking country. That was for them. That's who he, he wasn't trying to defend his wife at that particular time. He was making a point. He wanted yeah. niggas to know that he wasn't a hoe and he's about to article Article 15 of the nigga rules. You got to slap the shit out of a nigga for saying something about your wife. And that's what happened, man. It's, I, mean, I don't agree with I'm him. not a hoe ass nigga probate. Yeah. Um, so, what do you say to the uh gangsters on Twitter, the social media gangsters, it says like, nigga, you say anything about my wife, nigga, you know, play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, nigga, you'll get, you know, they, a knuckle sandwich. They perpetuate the bullshit. Spicy. Like, like so... Those niggas is overcompensating. I, I don't even think they're overcompensating. It, it's nigga, it's more right. nigga shit, man. Like, it's like, niggas always got this invisible hump that we're trying to get over how do we get to the next level? How do we stop getting portrayed as this? Why do niggas keep getting their ass with? Why do niggas keep shooting each other? It's these mentalities that we have, these third rails that we create that we can't get around. Like, how mm-hmm. many niggas did we hear after this? Like, oh, he from West Philly. Oh, nigga, where I'm from. Black people are the only people that do shit based solely off of where they're from. Like, that even fucking matters. Like, nigga, I'm from South Arkansas. Like, I don't play that shit. What does that even mean? Right. 
but that's the type of shit that we believe in. And I'm not, we don't just say that shit. We believe that shit. Nigga, I'm from fucking Southeast Tennessee. I don't know if that's a thing, J. Joe. I don't know the cardinal directions in Tennessee and how that means anything. I'm from West Nashville or whatever it is. But a nigga will believe that shit in his heart and go do something completely irrational and illogical. Chattanooga? Chattanooga? I guess so. Sure South, <laughs> but southeast of Bashville, right? But black people believe shit like that. Like that's a part of our ethos, ethos, and we'll do shit. You know what I'm saying? And like, and these are professional people. These are people that we know that are like consultants and shit. Like they work for Accenture and they're VPs of this, that, and the other. But they hold on to that our nigga rules, man. And it's like at some point in time, man, we gotta be able to fucking understand. Some of this shit is just is toxic and it's not good for us as a people. Rep where you're from, but don't don't shoot everybody at the fucking all hands because you're from fucking West Philly. That just doesn't make sense. That's why I feel like it's an overcompensation. Like it's like, what are you trying to prove? Like, are you trying to let niggas know that you're the same nigga that you were when you were 16 years old? That's ridiculous. I hope you grow up. I hope you've evolved. <laughs> I hope you become a better person. Because the truth is, at this point, you have way too much to lose. Like a lot of these niggas, that, like you said, that was talking all this shit are niggas that have good jobs, they have careers, they have families, they got a lot to lose. So it's like, you can't do that, regular nigga. Like I was talking about, like this is gonna be the summer <laughs> slap because everybody, lady, gonna put old lady done put a, a battery in their back if, because they don't care about that nigga. But your old lady about to have you in prison. Your old lady about to have you um, fucking um, shot, beat up. Like you gonna fuck fuck around with the wrong nigga. These young niggas like to shoot first. They don't have no hands. They just like to shoot nigga. Shit, are you tripping? Ah, shit, I like to shoot first. I'm no, I am not. I am 40 fucking years old. Like, does a nigga think that I'm about to just run up and slap another nigga and get into fisticuffs and like tear my ACL and shit? I'm limping the fucking work. I'm not about to do that shit. Nigga, I got a fucking police baton. I will fucking break your mother. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not getting in a hand to hand combat with you. And you can call me a hoe. You can call me a bitch. That ain't what the fuck I signed up for. Because you could defend your old lady's honor and shit like that, and then you could go to fucking jail, and then another nigga gonna be fucking up, and then you still sad. Like, <laughs> and like we pick and choose what rules we still want to fuck with. Because I remember the rule too: don't let your old lady buck you up to get your ass whooped or go to jail. That was a rule that that I that I that I used to be familiar with. Obviously, that, that rule no longer exists. Say what? That's one of the first thing my mama taught me. Don't let these little fast ass girls um gas you up. That's that's one of the first things she taught me. And and I like bruh, the worst movie I've ever seen is John Q. And I don't think oh. it's because it was a bad movie. <laughs> I hated the little nigga John Q. It's the same nigga who played in like losing Isaiah, wasn't it? I think. I thought that was Neo. But what if um back to Will <laughs> back to Will Smith right quick, what if somebody like I already wanted to show him a fade? And now he just trying for the fuck of it. Because, I mean, now you got to slap everybody that says anything. Like, I heard, um, what's your girl name? Uh, Tiffany Haddish had said something about, she told Jada uh, she got to get Will head from the back or something like that. So, I mean, are you going to slap her? Because she disrespected your wife, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tiffany Haddish going to mop her ass. Where, you, where are you going to draw the line? That's that's a great question. So, head, so, I, what, so what did the head from the back part come from? 
Tiffany Haddish was basically saying, like, you know, Will Smith put it out online for you. You got to give him some head from the back. Ah, uh, okay. All right. She probably didn't give him no head that night. Let's speculate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Let's speculate. <laughs> I'm just saying, she's been playing this nigga for so long. I feel like I don't even know if that got him back in the pussy realm. So, I mean, but is that. At least. So, all right, so we got protect black women, and I know protect black men doesn't exist, right? That's not a thing. No, it, it, does, it doesn't. It, it doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. So, but is rewarding that type of behavior, is that protecting black men? Because, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, more than likely, most times, we will do whatever we need to do to defend our families, maintain our relationships or whatever. Like, women have been bucking niggas up to do dumb shit. We've gone to war over the shit for thousands of fucking years. We know that women will control men's behavior. So there's a responsibility that comes with that. You know what I'm saying? And if a nigga doing that, putting his entire career on the line, looking like a fucking fool, slapping the shit out of another black man on a night when black people are running the Oscars, if you reward that type of behavior... That endorses and and incentivizes other black men to do that same thing. And that's going to result in black men going to jail, black men getting hurt, and black men getting killed. That's not protecting black men. And I know protect black men doesn't exist, but women have to understand that we will do whatever we have to do to protect them, even to the level of irrational, illogical, and illegal so they have a fiduciary responsibility to protect that responsibility. You can't have us out here like jumping on niggas and smacking niggas at the Oscars and then like giving his hair from the back. Like, good job at the end because it's not going to end well for the nigga. Yeah, and that's what I'm hoping doesn't happen. Uh, it's such a we live in such a copycat society that. And especially with, I don't think people our age, but let's say maybe 35 years old and younger, and even some women our age, let's say that too. Um, that'll become the bar for if this nigga cares about me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like right. you said, that's a dangerous fucking bar. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're still in the club mentality and a nigga, like, you know, is overly flirtatious or something, something like, Oh, you ain't gonna slap the shit out of the nigga? You know what I'm saying? Right. And then it's like, well, looks like I'm gonna have to slap the shit out of the nigga. Let me tell you something. Don't bring a slap to a fist fight <laughs> to all you yeah. niggas who are out here, like, you know, they, they get like, yeah, you just around here gonna be slapping niggas because nah, you're gonna get hit with a punch. So just, you know, just word to word to the wise, man. Y'all niggas just don't start doing that shit just, be, just to impress. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, defend your lady or any woman you feel needs to be defended and all that shit. But like, don't be a fucking Waffle House. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fight the nigga uh, over the hot sauce because a nigga took the, you know what I'm saying? A uh, uh, nigga said, oh man, I like your skirt or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just don't start this bullshit. I... And if the nigga on the grill, if the nigga on the flat top say something, just let that nigga go. Get that nigga a pass. Cause he got the fire and the grease. <laughs> hey boy, that grease. <laughs> All right, man. So I mean, I guess uh, with with this man, I feel like it was it was very layered. Uh, I don't think there was a right or wrong answer to anything that happened. Like, 
Sometimes you'll fuck with a nigga on the wrong day, and that's just is in life, and shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Niggas been going through shit for a long time, and you get to that precipice and that fucking tipping point or whatever you want to call it, and a nigga might walk up to you and slap you. Uh, so. Yeah, I think it's be careful. Maybe that should have been my with all due respect. But so, anyway, so do y'all it. feel that Will should be or will be punished? Uh, I, I think Will should. No, I mean, go ahead, Sean. I think he should be punished. Um, within, I don't think he needs to go to prison or jail or nothing like that. And he won't because Chris Rock's not gonna, you know, jail or whatever. He's not. Gonna, no one's gonna press charges, so he's not gonna get punished in that way and I don't think he should I mean I think that nigga wasn't straight in the head at that moment but the academy's already talking about some sort of punishment now if that means he's being removed you had to from sit the out academy, for three games nigga? maybe sit out for like be banned for a couple of years where you can't be nominated or, or go to the Oscars or be uh, considered for any sort of awards maybe that's what it, what it looks like but I mean I don't think you could just do that shit and get away with it. Um, I just, I don't, I hope they don't go over the top because he's black, but I think even doing what he did and being able to sit down and, and enjoy the rest of the show shows the type of power he has already. So I don't think it's going to be nothing too crazy. I mean, the nigga won the Oscar. He couldn't go to Anyone the Oscar to boot. So, yeah. I mean, so you were posted on Facebook. That's what that noise was in the middle of the podcast, Chef. But you were posted on Facebook in the middle of the podcast. That's what that was. That noise. No, that was like um, some music from Instagram. But you, but you nigga did watch post a, on, nigga the, watch on Facebook. Stories? You watching it? Yeah, oh, that was a long time ago. No, no, it wasn't. I see the timestamp. It was uh, <laughs> less than an hour ago. We've been talking for an hour. Oh, I forgot to ask a question. Does Will Smith smack Billy Crystal? No, he's not gonna slap anybody but Chris Chef, Rock. Chef, Chef posted a whole thing during the uh, podcast of comedians. Nigga, I did uh, that through pre. I did that during pre-production. No, he didn't. No, I'm looking at the time. Stamp. I did too, nigga. You ain't looking. So at he the said he, he he posted uh, comedians Will Smith not slapping. We have Mike Epps. I think that's why he said that. Uh, Bruce Bruce Ti ain't no comedian. Uh, yeah, they say Ti comedian now. Ti is a comedian now. He wanted uh, people to slap all of them. I mean, we don't know. Shit, ain't nobody expecting to slap Chris Rock. He might have. He might have slapped everybody name on that list right now. He might have got it. It might have had a different response. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some of them slap his ass back or whatever. But he don't. Cat slap Williams wouldn't smack them back. Cat he Williams did. got beat up by a child. I'm just right now. He but, doesn't slap Billy Crystal dog. <laughs> I don't, but I don't think it rises to. Um, I don't think it rises to the level of like getting the cops involved or whatever. I think they could probably work some out amongst themselves, whatever that looked like for them. Right. Jim Carrey said, over. "I would have sued for two hundred million." I mean, I kind of. I mean, I don't think that Chris Rock should sue. I think the Oscars should sue his ass. I mean, honestly, bro, like. So the whole discussion about. Somebody saying something to your wife and you reacting because that is the consequence of somebody saying something about your wife is rooted in consequences and repercussions. You can't 
live a draconian Old Testament as life on the left side. And then once you do it, be like, oh, man, like, nah, he don't deserve this. And come on, man. Like, no, 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 no. You are on some eye for an eye shit, stoning motherfuckers in the dirt on the left side when somebody says something about your wife. Mm-hmm. But the people who own the Oscars, you just disrespected their whole shit. You came up in their house, disrespected their whole shit. And, no. and, and if we were some eye for an eye shit, I wouldn't give you no fucking leniency. Why should I? You did what you had to do, and you smacked the man on national television because you felt disrespected. So why should I not do the same thing on the right side? You make a great point um, in a few ways. So as far as the punishment piece, yeah, for sure. I mean, eye for an eye would, would seem fitting based on his rationale. But then there's also the whole piece of how how there is nuance in the world and and this argument removed a lot of it like the fact that like people are arguing that you need to violence begets like violence should be the 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 source like it should be the answer to any sort of bad situation like no one thought about that like everyone's thinking we need to be violent from now on, <laughs> from now on like we're fucking barbarians that that's that's sick I mean, because if you think about it, swift and harsh punishment is what Will Smith probably needs. I never even thought about it that way. I, I agree with you. But if you say that shit too loud, like I know some of our listeners are going to be like, y'all niggas some coons, y'all niggas don't fuck with black women. But, or, or black people in general, but I mean, it's time, it's time to grow up, man. It's, it's like a lot of shit don't be excuses. Like when you get to, get to a certain age, these niggas in their 50s. Like you expect something from your old your elders, you expect something different. It's like something to aspire to from your elders. Yeah, I mean, at least I do. And, and, but when I say this, I don't say it because I want Will Smith to like be shat upon and him to have a bad life. I'm just saying that that's just the physics of the situation. I like everybody likes shit to be fifty fifty, egalitarian, what's fair, so on and so forth. I'm just being fair about the situation. The physics of the situation dictates that Will Smith decided to deliver justice in one way. Why should we not expect that justice on the other side? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's hypocritical if we don't think that way. You know, and people can call you a coon or whatever. But, I mean, I checked my tax returns and the money is still the same. There's no box for coon and not coon. So, I don't trip on shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just... We want things to be fair, but people only want things to be fair on one side of the fucking argument. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, th- I don't think people understand. Like, that nigga robbed a lot of people at the Oscars, not just the Will Packers. Definitely, like, a lot of people got definitely robbed. Definitely the Williams, the Williams family. Right. Yeah. They. Can we talk about that? Did, so you saw their reaction during his um, Oscar speech. They wasn't fucking with it. Got him. I didn't see it. So I mean, he tried I to. Evoke, I mean, go ahead. They evoked, he ba- they basically like his Oscar speech. First of all, this nigga start crying and shit, and then he evokes like Richard Williams in terms of him protecting his family. These girls know good and goddamn well that is a false equivalency, and they showed it. They went to a shot of them, and they all were just like mm. <laughs> they were not fucking with this at all. They were in a great mood before that shit happened. <laughs> 
Right. I mean, I, they should be like, first off, you did whatever you had to do. Okay, great. But don't like evoke my fucking daddy name. Like, like y'all did that shit together. Like, no, 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 no. You did that shit. <laughs> like, don't. And Richard Williams right. came and said Will was wrong. Like, he was like, that shit wasn't cool. <laughs> All right, dude. Boy, y'all, that's some shit your daddy do. Right. <laughs> Come on out, Rich. They got us. Right. They like, got nigga, us. I saw the movie. He got beat up by the gangster in the movie. He oh, had his I, pistol I and was like, I ain't going to shoot this nigga. I'll just take an L. I haven't seen it. The movie's all right. right. It's all right. It's a good movie. I wanted to watch it, but now you can't stream it for free anymore on HBO Max. They want you to pay for it. So. For real? Yep. HBO Max, you shady for that. I wouldn't necessarily buy it, but it's a good movie. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna watch it. But yeah, so I know as far as like the fallout, so they had like Chris Rock. They, they posted some fake um, apology that they said Chris Rock's um, like a fake apology statement. Chris Rock hasn't apologized. Chris Rock ain't said shit. I think Chris Rock shut down his Instagram at night, which is which is fine. I think he's getting in the lab. To roast these niggas for a solid um, three months on this tour. Why but does then, Chris Rock need to apologize? Hmm? Why does Chris Rock need to apologize? He doesn't. That's why I uh, thought it was funny that because I was like, I was like, well, Chris Rock, I'm a Chris Rock fan. I was like, Chris Rock didn't apologize. So I had to go dig deeper. I was like, I don't see no apology nowhere from this nigga. He didn't apologize, and then it finally came out from his PR team that he's like, Mr. Rock didn't submit me um, a statement. He didn't apologize for nothing. I mean, he shouldn't. He, he, well, he, he made fun. Uh, so if you're making fun of somebody, right, and you don't know if, if it's a sensitive subject, I can understand apologize. Like, oh, I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that, that I took it too far. Because it, it was a good statement if it came from him. It was like, you know, that's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to, like, you know, evoke comedy and laughs and fun and shit. I ain't here to, like, make people feel bad. So if I made you feel bad, like, my, my bad. You know what I'm saying? Which is... You know, which is a real statement. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I don't think he meant to hurt her feelings. I don't think he, I think it was just uh, what he thought was an innocent joke. But like, you know, if you talk about somebody's, you know, foot or something, and they got a wooden leg or some shit, and you'd be like, oh my, you know, my bad. I didn't know you had a wooden leg. It doesn't. So and we were talking about this earlier with on um, one of our other groups. So when does that stop, right? Because everybody's got a story. I mean, everybody's got an illness, whether it's a mental issue or a physical issue. We talk about fat people all the time, but you don't know if they have a glands issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, that bitch might live in a food desert, and which is a real fucking issue. You know what I'm saying? That people go through. And she can't get access to fucking healthy food. But nobody gives a fuck about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we talk about niggas with mental health, like, they do bullshit, and they... We laugh about it. You know, Martin Lawrence, when he fucking had a crack binge or heroin, whatever the fuck he was on, that nigga was going through an episode. But niggas laughed about that shit. Every time you talk about somebody, there's probably a story behind it. So when does that stop? You know what I'm saying? Like when they get when they get offended, when you know that they're offended, you know what I'm saying? Like I I dish it so I can take it. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody can take it. So if you if it's to a point where they're like. You know, um, you know, niggas crying in front of you and, you know, all that shit. And I understand saying, like, I'm sorry. Like, my bad. That's not what I was trying to do. I was just, you know, doing that shit. Because, again, I don't think that 
motherfuckers are out there trying to hurt people's feelings. You know, I mean, of course, there's a few asshole comedians out there, but for the most part, it's like, yeah, I'm going to make a joke at your expense, but at the end, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just playing. So you can be like, she was uh, over, I'm, not gonna say, I'm not going to say that in 2022. Like, motherfuckers is out here really just boohoo crying for every fucking reason they can. Niggas are out here crying. But, you know. I'm sorry for hurting the motherfucking feelings. And then, no, but then everybody got to start fucking apologizing every time you hurt a motherfucking feelings. Fuck that shit. Well, if you care. If you care. Comedians comedians shouldn't have to care. From a comedian standpoint. Right. As a comedian, that sets a bad precedent, I think. Like, unless it was something like malicious. I guess that, that that would be the line, but that wasn't malicious. Like I think intent has a lot to like has a lot to do with whatever. Like I mean, you have to keep that in mind. Like and that wasn't his intention. And people are gonna be like, well, either way, it doesn't matter. Like it, that shit bother her. I'm like, it don't bother her like that. Not like that. Yeah. Comedians should have an <laughs> comedian should have an implied. I'm just fucking with you. Like it should be understood that look, none of this shit is out of malice. These is just jokes. But some kind of way, we got to the point where comedians aren't allowed to just tell these jokes. Like, they got to be judged for every... Fu- it's, it's Like Dave Chappelle, he's like, I can't even get my fucking jokes off without y'all motherfuckers being fucking offended every fucking 30 minutes. And I appreciate the fact that he's like, fuck y'all, I'm gonna still get these jokes off. I feel that's how all comedians should be. Like, bitch, this is what I do. If you feel offended, turn the fucking TV off. Ain't nobody tell you to fucking listen to my jokes. You know I talk about white people and vegans and LGBTQ... Listen to another nigga. Exactly. Yeah, I think Chris Rock's cut from the same cloth. That's why I didn't expect him to apologize. Oh, this shit ain't real. And I don't expect to hear nothing from him. I don't expect to hear nothing from this nigga until he starts touring. And I can't wait to see. He's going to be in Orlando in July. I already got my ticket, so I know this nigga finna go in. Let me buy me some tickets. Let me see what these but on the other thing. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like after that shit happened, like he had like the highest amount of ticket sales that he's had since the tickets were released like two months ago. So, no, I mean, it's so would that be a motive? Him. Would that be motive enough to stage it? Mm, good point. I don't know. Chris, no, man, Chris Rock no, already no, does numbers. We said way back, <laughs> but also, so y'all think um, Will was wrong? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> but then also, um, the other thing is, so it's part of the fallout. Yeah, another thing. So I guess Willow and Jade are going to do a red table talk about the whole incident, which is awesome. But this this is the thing, and I agree with all the, all the women that are coming out saying, we didn't sign up for this. It's time for them to go away. Like... We yeah. like we we're too invested in their not invested, but we're too involved in their relationship right now, and it's starting to affect a nigga where I can't fucking watch the Oscars and shit. It's time for them to fucking go away, cause like we can't have another fucking outburst or another situation in the next week, and then y'all feelings are hurt again, and then you do another show. Like you're living your life in the public, but don't want the public to say shit about it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's time for them to go away. Exactly. Yeah, you do. Absolutely, and, and their kids. I don't like y'all niggas either. Mm. All right. So speaking of birth control, um, 
Mel Burton. She, she just said, speaking of kids, why, hard, like, why did you? Hard transition. <laughs> like, go ahead. I like the rough transition. Anyway, it was that was rough. That was rough. Like a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to wobble the stomp. <laughs> I know a nigga did that shit one day. Anyway, shout out to you, nigga. You are not a good DJ. Um, male birth control. Speaking of kids. So apparently there's a, a, a an option for male birth control um, that's currently being tested. Uh, it's not ready for um, like market consumption, but Apparently, like, yeah, I was seeing the jokes. I've seen all the, the jokes being cracked about male birth control. Um, I, I personally think pulling out has been very effective. I think it's the, um, I think it's the number one birth control after condoms. So I like it. I'm getting a vasectomy um, fairly soon. I'm working towards that. Uh, snip. A nigga gave me a, a horror story that kind of fucked me up. That was much worse than Wood's story that made me feel good about a vasectomy. But I am going to get a vasectomy. But what are y'all thoughts on male birth control as an option for contraception um, in dealing with raw sex? Which is better than um, condom sex. I feel like uh <laughs> 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 What's, what's that nigga, uh, that nigga daddy on fucking Boys in the Hood, nigga? That ain't gonna stop you me from styles? getting on <laughs> Styles, right. Ain't gonna stop you from getting no disease. Uh, but, I mean, if if you're having raw sex, uh, which a lot of niggas are, um, I just wanna know what are, like, are the hormone changes. Are, like, you gonna really have mood swings, nigga? Are you really gonna grow hips, like... Girls just to say I'm gaining weight because I'm on the pill. Like, are you gonna have all the? You gonna grow titties? Like, what's gonna happen? Like with these uh, pills? I, I, like, what are the side effects? I think we first? know it's gonna happen, but I don't think it's what women think are gonna happen. Women's side effects and hormones makes it gives them it, it makes it more intense of what they inherently are. You know what I'm saying? Like, generally, women are more emotional creatures. They become more emotional. Things that they're you know titties and hips and stuff like that that are associated with women will grow whatever the hell all of that but the side effects for women are not going to manifest in men men are essentially going to manifest they're going to the things that men are are going to become more intense we're already talking about slapping niggas on the oscars without birth control can you imagine if this nigga wills off like birth control and he's emotional as fuck he would have shot Chris Rock on the motherfucking stage. Like, niggas are going to be hella aggressive, hella, like, paranoid. Like, I, duh, I think my old lady cheating on me. Niggas going to be fucking tripping. It's not going to be a good look. I'm for it. I think that it's fair. I mean, if there's an option and men want to take birth control, I'm for it. I think that's awesome. But I don't think it's going to manifest it the way that people think it is. I don't think it's going to be necessarily... Niggas with wide hips wanting to watch Sex in the City. I don't think that's the direction we're going to trend. So, more I, aggression. I think it was going to make niggas hornier, too. Um, Probably. I mean, we'll see. Because I, I don't know how you how you kill the sperm in the balls. Like, I, has anybody read on like what it actually does? <clears throat> Is it the pills or the shot? I don't, I don't know. There's a shot, It's a too. pill. 
It was a pill. I might be getting shit confused, but I read something about a pill that was going to block something. But hold on, that might be some other kind of medication. But why are you looking that up? And also, like, do n- niggas don't have to take the pill, like, once, once, a, once a day, once a week, once a month, Dang. once a year? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it, it's gonna be a fucking mess because niggas be lying, and a nigga gonna. It's tell a once things. daily. It's a once daily pill that suppresses two types of male hormones: follicle stimulating hormone FSH and luteinizing so hormone LH. So to, niggas gonna be going bald, probably, to simultaneously decrease production of testosterone. Whoa, and sperm no. without causing symptoms of low T. How do you How? decrease? T and not give a nigga low T. Like they gonna stop it right before like low T is considered twenty seven percent. They gonna stop you right at like twenty eight just to make sure. So wait a minute. We we so would we would get the same we'd have have the same issues as women because the side effects I read are weight gain, acne, irritability, and mood swings. It's acne, headaches, mild erectile dysfunction, reduced sex drive, tiredness. (laughs) In weight gain of five pounds. What's the fucking point of birth control if you don't want to... Listen, it's going to make you unattractive and you ain't going to get no pussy. That's what the fucking uh, male birth control pill does. It's an ugly pill. It's an ugly pill, nigga. See, it works. you're going to act like a bitch. You're going to look and act like a bitch. See, it works. You are going to have wide hips. Right. And you ain't going to want to do the grown-up. This is awful. These Gen Z niggas gonna eat that shit up, but they gonna snort that shit. Chicks gonna be right there spiking niggas' drinks at the club, nigga. You gonna be wondering why you crying watching fucking Hallmark commercials. I'm not crying, you're crying. Fucking, fucking puppy Instagrams and shit, nigga. Like, why am I crying? <laughs> niggas gonna be right there. I don't here. know, man. And our she shit is emotional. daily, niggas. Until, hey man. Right. Niggas, first of all, niggas can't keep up with shit, nigga. Like, right. <laughs> nigga, you see my pills? Nigga be taking other niggas' pills, nigga. Right. Like, <laughs> nah, nah. You fuck around and skip a day? Nah, nigga. But if y'all women out there want to trust the nigga who's on, who's on the pill, y'all, y'all go for it. Can't wait to see how that works out for you. I think you just tell that nigga to uh, stick the pull one out. Because it's effective. And you like how it feels without the rubber. Please don't so listen to Chef on the effectiveness of pulling out, man. It's effective if you stick to it, if you believe. How niggas just put on condoms, dog? This, you know. That's what we're not I mean, doing. I don't have to. I don't have to. What I know what I'm doing is weird. Niggas. I'm, talking, I'm talking to the niggas who are, you know, not happily married. You know what I'm saying? Right now. Louis C.K. just sitting around saying, nigga. Yeah, he, he's saying in stand up. Are we done? Yeah, but you ain't got to take my word for it. You've rocked with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead, visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love, show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast, is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, 
It just might be on the show. Now, for the with all due respects. With all due respect, I mean, we've had a good conversation about what happened at the Oscars, but at the root of this, this is all about relationships. I mean, it's about romantic relationships. It's about um, like friendly relationships. It's about business relationships. And the thing is, I think Wood said it, there is no right or wrong answer to what happened. The issue that happens is everyone had an opinion on something. Everyone shared their opinion and stood on it like they had the the school solution to how to best address a very complex situation. At the end of the day, though, when in dealing with relationships, that shit's personal. That shit, both romantic, friendly, it's all about you and that person and how you all maintain your relationship. The, you do that the best way you can. There's no right or wrong answer. The right answer is really about what works for both of you in a way that makes sure that you're both happy and you're maintaining so keep that in mind. Don't listen to the noise and do what's best for y'all with all due respect. Uh, with all due respect, I feel like uh, I maybe touched on this before, but basically if we try to employ some uh, measure of mutual respect for one another, things like what occurred at the Oscars wouldn't happen. Um a lot of times we do a lot of grandstanding, one-upsmanship, all of those kinds of things. Um, people enjoy getting under people's skin. They enjoy trying to get a rise out of people to provoke some sort of action or reaction out of a person. So um, with that, if you really try instead to focus some of that energy on um, being respectful of your fellow individual coworker, whatever the situation might be, then I think that would quell a lot of these things because people wouldn't be as much on edge. Like everything is basically a constant build up to an explosion and it shouldn't be that way without the respect. With all the respect, um one of the one of the fun things about the whole Oscar conversation is we pretty much had every subset of black Twitter present and participating we had black feminist twitter we had protect black women twitter we had black excellence twitter we had intellectual woke twitter uh all these subcategories of black twitter and including i'll fuck a nigga up twitter and i just i'm tired of i'll fuck a nigga up twitter right I feel as though when we have these larger conversations, we should no longer invite I'll fuck a nigga up Twitter. At least not until the end, right? Because we know what they're going to say, right? They're going to fuck a nigga up. I mean, their stance on the issue is pretty much clear in any discussion. Like, I'll fuck a nigga up about mines. But if you add them too early to the discussion, it blows up. The discussion that we're trying to have, right? Like we're trying to unpack things. We're trying to get to a point of understanding, making ourselves better, so on and so forth. And then here comes I'll fucking nigga up Twitter. And then we can no longer talk or discuss about whatever the fuck it is that we're trying to discuss. So next time we have a big discussion like this, let's delay inviting I'll fucking nigga up Twitter at least until three quarters of the way through the discussion 
Then we invite them. They give their opinion about how they're going to fuck a nigga up. And everybody is good and everybody's happy. With all due respect. With all due respect. Keep your wife. I fucked it up, like Chef. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Uh, we just talk about proverbial wives. Uh, but I'm saying all that's to say is just y'all motherfuckers watch y'all's mouth. Um, don't let your mouth write a check. Your ass can't cash. We've all heard that before. Um, I mean, that goes for other people's business. That goes for how you talk to motherfuckers in, in, the, in the workhouse, job, online. Just watch yourself. Um, Cause that slap just might be coming. You don't know what motherfuckers are going through daily uh, with this pandemic shit. Um, it's been high anxiety. Uh, you know, people haven't had the same releases that they've been able to have before. So people have a lot of shit built up in them. Um, you know, people are dealing with loss. Uh, it could be family loss. It could be loss of job. It could just be loss of income. Uh, you know, like road rage is at an all-time high. Watch who you honking at, how you honking at motherfuckers, who you flicking off, who you saying move, bitch, get out the way. <laughs> um, just be cognizant that it could be, you could be the straw that breaks the camel's back. You know what I'm saying? And like we said earlier, it might come as a slap, might come as a punch. It might come as a motherfucker trying to run you off the road. So uh, try to let cooler heads prevail uh, and just know that, like, your mouth uh, can get you in trouble and you can't put the uh, toothpaste back in the tube with all due respect. I thought you were about to say you can't put the tooth back in your mouth. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, hey, that tooth. But I know they got their tooth put back, so <laughs> that would be true.